New York City. WVFP. <laughs> Energy and charisma. Why is that funny? It's definitely awkward. <laughs> Look at me, I'm different. Get to the point. This podcast, like the Red Room from... The opinions expressed by the guests, hosts, and callers of this show do not reflect the views of WVFP or our sponsors. WVFP. At the end of the day, all of this stuff is about convenience, control, yeah. and ideological and ideological browbeating. That's all it ever is. Ideological browbeating makes up 90% of the art that whatever you want to say that people art, consume media, media i'm sorry media academia i mean even yeah. when i went to school i graduated college in 2010 it felt much more neutral i mean sure you'd have some like ideologue professors but they presented information differently A adam that's clearly not adam the is there anybody in your life who can keep up with you is you got oh, anybody yeah. you're going oh, on running you know, with like is do I, you have like a do you have like a cousin well, no, he got married, but she's probably taking a quiet time. He's out of the house it's right exhausted. now. No, yeah, she's she's. <laughs> I've met a woman or two, Adam, and let me tell you that she's probably happy that you're having a gig today. She's having but a no, nice I have time. A, I, thank you. <laughs> no, but I'm being serious. You, you're a high energy guy. Totally. That's what gets you here right now. Well, I think in my friend group, especially, and I think other people would credit me with this. Is I'm the one who sort of brought the group together. Like my disparate friendships were the ones who like got, like formed our crew or whatever. And we do have a pretty good group of discontents. Friends. Discontents, and that includes um, throw it up for the discontent. Yeah, kids. and there's there's writers, musicians, painters. We got how big is your crew? I would say of my like um, best friends, there's like ten of us. Okay, and everyone has like cultural projects. Yeah. Yeah, I think every I think, yeah, mostly all of us are artists to a degree. They're hoping Adam employs them pretty soon in his empire of media. Well, some of them. Some of my friends are very successful in like the art. Quit your Wall Street like job and join Adam, <laughs> please get um, recruited. You know, I I've I've been totally uh, blindsided by this interview. It's changed my life forever. <laughs> I thought before this interview started, I thought I had some kind of hand on this podcast. It's really just right, right out there in the ocean. Let me ask you a question about the difference between what you put on the internet on your private account or your personal, whatever, it's not private, but your um, personality account and then safety propaganda. You um, obviously know a lot about art history. Mm -hmm. and you obviously read a lot. Yeah. I almost, you know, and, and let me make the statement that I bet if, if I didn't know these accounts were attached and nobody knew, sometimes, sometimes I wouldn't know because you just put on one side, you're just doing books. Maybe I wouldn't know. You have that side to you. I, I'm thinking it came first. And do you ever worry that you're getting, you're getting pretty into the politics and at some point, you know, I'm not saying there's no going back, but does it ever worry you? You know, you have such an artistic inclination, but now, you know, you there was a canceling, maybe a little bit of a bitterness. Mm. Then you got a project kind of you're straight. You're striking back. But are you are we losing anything? So Adam? When are you going to publish under a pseudonym? You know, you oh, I'm not going to publish under. A no, no, no. Don't deracinate my question. <laughs> um, do you ever do you ever think? you're opening one door and closing another or does that ever worry you i did think that i think there's been some course correction 
Um, yeah, well, that's what we're doing here. You know, safety propaganda show. is very much like a conceptual art project mm. uh, that takes variety of forms of media. I, I know it does. And I just um, I think I'm speaking to other artists fears when yeah, yeah. there's no, a lot there of people out there. And I'm, I'm, like, in, I'm one of them, Adam, where. Man, I don't want to give it up. I don't want to give it all up to tell everybody that I don't think some of these COVID restrictions are fucking make any sense. And, you know, a lot of people are out there. I, I never even consider, I don't consider myself a conservative voter if I was going to vote. Don't go down there and interact with the government willingly. That's just my opinion. Totally. But um, I don't know. I, I think a lot of people out there who might have a dissenting opinion, and it's not like they want to like, oh, we're going to fight the Democrats, but they might have a dissenting opinion and they're worried that they've built this art career and if they did something like safety propaganda, there's no going back. And the people. Well, that's the. I mean, but I think because of people like me and others, it's more okay now than it was two years ago. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And, oh, uh, man. Four years ago, and I think you're getting lynched. You're getting people, dragged out in the street a little there. It's a lot of much ado about nothing. Sure, people will say bad stuff about you, but who cares? Well, it, it really, you gotta have some jobs. You gotta get a job. Out there. I didn't mean you know, it like you're that. You're gonna ask for historical specificity. I shouldn't say, say Nazi. People, and people, I shouldn't say lynching. Uh, thank you. I'm sorry. Okay. I apologize. Um, okay. You know, Julie, you have a point there. I think that a lot of my language on this show is supposed to be curmudgeony, but I do need to think about if I'm gonna make, if I'm gonna say we don't need to be throwing the insular everywhere, then maybe we don't need to be saying some of the other stuff too. And you know, I'm guilty of it. I think. I think the Im impulse, and I, I might have said this on or off the podcast last night when I was wasted. There's an impulse to reach back in the past and find when wherever we're connected with the Democratic Party, whatever it is in our lives, there's an there's a feeling we want to reach back into the past when that thing was glorified, when they were the good guys. And that's what that's the obsession with the civil rights movement long after it's over. It's not over. over. Okay, you know what I mean. The sixth. Okay. It is. But there. No, no, no. But I know what not. you mean. But we know what you mean, Julie. But what I'm trying to say is, a lot of young people identify with social movements from the past, and a lot of the reason is, is because that's when their political party were the good guys. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to go back and say, "Hey, remember when we were the good dudes?" Be able to say what you want to say out there, but you know, your feel, your your words affect other people. Well, their words very, affect like, us. Teacher, right? Well, now. let me ask you very We're teacherly. All each other's feelings but very teaterly. Feelings matters. isn't. Are we going? No, it matters. I, I really. You don't care what people's feelings. No, because yes, he does. I, no, I, I was joking. I mean, I like in my in my work, I never ever think about if I'm offending anybody. Okay, well, you can't when you're criticizing structures and. Yeah, you know. and like if I'm. So you don't think about your parents. No. Well, you know, Julie, let me say this. You know, all, all I think with that whole thing we were talking about before about using these words and stuff, it is a, it's a pushback to the academic idea that every single word matters so much, but not when it comes to insulting the other side. And I'm, um, I just wanted to say, though. If I'm wrong about that, nobody correct me because I have my own little stories. Most of them revolve around Florida. Everybody from Florida come down to the studio. We're having a Florida party. Um, I have a... Novel deadline on November 30th, so I have a... Can you make any news here today and tell us about the new novel? Oh, um, I don't want to go into too many... Ah, we were so it. close. We're right up in there. Well, I will say this first before I get into this. Second book is going to be a book version of the Safety Propaganda Conceptual Manifesto. That'll awesome. be out in October, which cool, is man. like a 200-bullet guide. Manifesto. 
That's yeah. right. It's time. And yeah, it's, also, it's like a it's like a manifesto listicle. And yeah. it's really Where is it going to Where is it going to rank next to the Unabomber's whole it's, thing? It's uh, being published by Morbid Books. Awesome. Love Morbid Books. It is. Did you get connected with Morbid Books because of Nina? Is this a Nina yes. connection? Yes. Nina Power, second shout out yeah, in this. Is that Nina. Real last name? Don't, Nina Power. Yeah. Well, what do you care? But you, we um, have to dissect. But this novel I'm writing, uh, it is Congratulations on writing a novel. Well, goddamn right, yeah. he's written this so is my much second stuff work now. of fiction. Yeah. Nice. So very exciting. Um, How many do you have? My second work of fiction. It's going to be incredibly offensive to a <laughs> lot. My dissertation. It's gonna. It is gonna be incredibly offensive to a lot of people. <laughs> well, Adam, we wouldn't know you any other way. Uh, yeah. Who are you trying to offend this time? I'm not you trying Julie. to offend anyone, but it is going <laughs> he's to probably... be. Probably. <laughs> she won't admit that she reads. Do you want to know if this makes people mad? Give it to you. Guys can have a pre-read it and she'll just make oh, Adam. Oh, Adam, and then you'll know it. And um, but that's the thing. It's like I don't. Uh. I don't want to besmirch his name, but a, a guy that I know who I'm sort of friends with recently said, and I was shocked that yeah. everything he publishes, he always thinks, uh, he wonders if this is going to offend anyone. I never think that. I don't think anything genuine or real or true or that says anything about you and how you relate to the world can be created by worrying about what's going to well, offend someone. I don't think... Worrying is probably I, I not mean, can true. you imagine, like... Vito Asansi before he did the seedbed <laughs> performance, jacking off in the in the ceiling of a gallery. People are going like, to be angry. I wonder about if this. someone's going to be offended yeah. by this. It's like <laughs> obvious, but it becomes. Uh, Is it that you were just in Greece? Do you have uh, any, um, you know, a familial connection with Greece? I don't. I'm okay. I'm, I'm a, I'm a um, Hungarian Jew, and I got some Irish. Well, thank you for having um, yourself. We all have yeah. a little Irish in us. Thanks a lot, Catholics. Um, <laughs> Greece was glorious, though. It's a beautiful place. Where were you? On one of we did five days in Athens, which I absolutely loved that city. It was like I'm being encouraged to go to Rhodes next summer. Interesting. I want to go to Rhodes. Yeah, you want? Let's all go I'm to like Rhodes. Five days in Santorini. Mm. Beautiful. Which I think uh, it was gorgeous. But I think once the natural beauty of it wears off, there's like, what are we supposed to do? I saw you. I saw you post something that it surprised me. It sounded like you were getting a little homesick. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely was getting. What was homesick the homesick? The what end. was the trigger for homesick? You can't find any iced water. Okay, like no, it's a funny story. <laughs> what, actually. What's the trigger? Ice is a premium. Yeah, ice so is a premium. um, yeah. we rented ATVs to get around. Yeah, and I was that sounds I was having a blast oh, with yeah. it. You know, driving like eighty down the highway. <laughs> but um, one night my wife and I went out to dinner in this. I guess you could call it town on Santorini called Ia. And we were staying in the town of Fira. It's about a six mile drive. And um, by the time we left the restaurant, it was pitch black. I'm first thinking it'll be all right. It's, you know, we got lights. Yeah. Next thing I know, we're trying to find this one turn to get back on the highway. We missed it like three times. By the time that I found it, I was, I realized why we were, passing it and it's because it was literally a dirt road that dropped <laughs> off like a cliff like this um so we Welcome go down Greece. and then i'm just gripping this thing like eyes glued to the road terrified out of my mind trying to not show my fear yeah 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 to my wife you you're right you were gonna die she Absolutely. counted on you i mean at one point oh, no. and the thing with like like Athens was Athens, you know, they're very, Athens is very cosmopolitan. So we made friends wherever we went. Nice. Say you're from New York and they're it's interested. Exciting, 
Um, but Santorini, Santorini is very provincial. I could see you as the image of New York too. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, um, but Santorini is very provincial. Okay. The people there are crabby and um, <laughs> angry. They don't want your ATV the ripping the goddamn. They have this unique thing because they're totally reliant on the commerce, yeah. and they hate you yeah, for it. Exactly. I think that's so. Accurate. I grew up in a beach town as well. And um, that is how. It yeah, is. I get, me that, too. that is me how too. it is. Um. So, so um. Shit. Where was I? You're you're barreling down this thing, wondering when America might be at the end of it. <laughs> right. You're you're hoping right. at the end of this hill is maybe a paramedic from New York City. Yeah. So like you're on the highway, right? And I'm going like 60, so I'm trying to and but like the posted speed limits are like 30 kilometers per hour. Just yeah. no one pays attention to them. Right. And I'm driving down, and all of a sudden, this guy in this big freaking bus passes me on pitch black road going like a (laughs) hundred and the wind was so intense that i skidded out oh shit i was like and my smile you were were just missing civic law yeah 100 (laughs) percent. no it was crazy by like the end of the trip i literally felt like like an american patriot this reminds me of just trying to get through new york Um, city and it was crazy because like greece isn't like it's still a super you know Europeanized I mean, my Western experience country. with the EU is just being ticketed all the time for my driving. Like, I don't meet the EU standard mm-hmm. for driving. But it's I think the islands and different... Santorini doesn't really have... Like, I didn't even see a cop while I was there, okay. which was way different than Athens, too, because my wife and I kept remarking that the cops in Athens all look like they're about to be in a gay porno. Because they're all <laughs> like these, hot. like... That sounds really They're all like hot. these young, hot guys uh, with, like... Gay porn workers. Like gay porn yeah. workers come on the pod. You if you're on the pod, that. you can come on gay porn yeah, workers. Yeah. Um, that would be cool. I want all the gay no, porn workers from Athens to come One of on. my favorite so days ever was we were, we uh, did a kayaking trip around the Temple of Poseidon, which yeah. was incredible. And uh, the tour guides were great guys, became friends. Another interesting thing about Athens, everybody there can have complex political and philosophical mm-hmm. discussions. Yeah, because they're Greek. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, if they stopped having pom- complex opinions, they'd have to go back in their house, and they don't want to do that. They want to stand outside and yell about something. <laughs> yeah, you and know? the graffiti is always like, the graffiti's like Antifa or like love Nazis. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's always like not a political extremist. You know what I love about graffiti is that all the adults take seriously whatever a 14 scrawled there. I know, you know what a 14-year-old kid, some preteen, he scrawls something there and then there's a news report um, about Philip it. Best, uh, the editor of Amphetamine Sulfate, where well, I'm doing a book for them. Wait, Amphetamine? Amphetamine Sulfate is Okay, I'm 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 um am, Amphibamine. Oh. Hey. That's my I don't want you to steal my word. I'm a, I do the Amphibamine. He can do the Amphetamine. <laughs> So and uh, and he was also in White House, the Power Electronics Group. But he's oh, cool. publishing That's my actually really yeah. Cool. He's publishing my next book, but I, I I think I did I said some joke about like disliking graffiti, and he said no 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 no. You don't like I, graffiti? I, no, no, I, 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 have, I have I have mixed feelings. I have, I have mixed feelings. Um, yeah. so he sent me. I was talking about Dean Koontz. <laughs> who I actually like a lot. And I but think a is Wall one Street of the- guy twisting balloon animals for me. Sign me up. Let's all go yeah, down yeah. there. Here's the show, everybody. Actually, My name um, is $10 million. Me, a little rabbit out of all of Yeah. For me, like for the mass market, like horror fiction writers, I prefer yeah. him to Stephen King. <laughs> uh, I, I I do. I like a, a few of his books. I find. Have you been saving that joke for the <laughs> just the end of this goddamn thing? <laughs> um, He's got content. But he has a few novels hey, that I actually really like. But anyways, I, I 
Philip Best then sent me this new one that he wrote that he bought at an airport, <laughs> and it opens with like a 30-page scree of Dean Coots just like venomously hating graffiti. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of the best things I've ever read. It's like, and it doesn't even like go into the novel that easily. It. It's just like this, like, it's this like out of place, just like hatred of street graffiti. Hey, can, all right. So before I get murdered, I have to don't interrupt me because I have to put this in. I'm in the, I've been associated with this kind of mob. So I have to say this. When I was doing the street sculptures, the New York City graffiti scene was really kind to me. They would come find me. They would reach out to me. People, they, people the graffiti scene would kind of let it be known that I was being given a pass. And they're very cool people. It was a very serious art scene. There, there is not more, you know, threatening going on in any other art scene than the New York City graffiti art scene. It's a serious fucking business down there. I was not insulting you guys. The they should come <laughs> out of No, they won't because they no no no. They protect their identities. Mm, yeah. The New York City graffiti scene is a very serious place and they knew I was an interloper and they would come and find me and be like, yo, this is a message. From the New York City graffiti scene. <laughs> we really, no, I'm serious. We really appreciate how you didn't cover that one tag. That was pretty dope. But make sure you clean your shit up next time. There was just like right by me. I was like, this is an abandoned warehouse. And the graffiti scene's like, we own this warehouse. You better not fuck Did around. You see that viral video, I think two years ago? It was this like um, young academic kid, super, super like woke style. And he oh, over no. he uh, graffiti over. We didn't use the word woke this whole podcast. We know. did say libtard though, I hate which it as is a, uh, I hate it as a term. I so like, I'll think, say the I one think, that I prefer. I he was a libtard. I think I think woke. Libtard is shutting everything down. Racist. I'm afraid oh, that woke God. may oh. actually be. Racist. But everybody, but y'all started it. But leftists, y'all started it. They're the ones who said get yeah, woke. Yeah, that's y'all. Yeah, get woke is y'all's thing. Oh, you don't. We can't remember. I'm waiting for history to decide. I'm just not sure if what. We, are re we remember, but we remember word. that's where we got it from. I mean, it's pretty, I mean, I'm I got to sure. say that's a pretty clever political rhetorical device to then <laughs> to, to come up with a term. And then when it becomes derogatory to make fun say, of people, I didn't then do it say anymore. it's racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? you know, you guys can't come up with terms and then say they're racist when we win and we end up using them comically. I really want to go on the record in the future. Yeah. <laughs> there is some uh, posterity But anyways, on. the video. Wait, so wait, okay, what? <laughs> okay, so the video is hilarious. This kid was like, um, okay, it's real, it was really funny. So he tagged over a tag, and then the old head graffiti guy mm. came and beat the ever-living shit out of him. Yeah, because that's like graffiti guys are criminals. Yeah, right? I mean, no, okay, not all graffiti. I wasn't gonna say the that, hardcore, the good guys, ones. Yeah, the, the good, good ones. ones. Have you heard of that one guy Bansky? <laughs> I think he's like in all these museums now. Banksy. Banksy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so then the kid was like, uh, he, he was posting this he video. He posted a video after he called the cops. Uh, he called the cops and then he made this video that went viral of him complaining, uh, complaining about toxic masculinity in yeah, the graffiti right. world. Don't do that. Then the cops That's came and he said to the guy, he kicked my ass when I was writing graffiti, and the cop said, "You did graffiti? That's illegal. I have to arrest you. You <laughs> well, just you know, confess." Yeah, yeah. And then he got arrested and got well, a small fine. Well, it's like in Florida where everyone. It was a yeah. viral video. Yeah, it's a real story. Oh, it was in New Jersey. Interesting. That sounds like some New Jersey shit. Um, you know, in Florida, 
there's always these hilarious stories where um, drug dealers are calling the cops when people rip them off, and there'll be a there'll be a nine one one call in the local news. This hilarious thing where a drug dealer would be like, "He stole all the meth, and he did not pay me. It was a worth a lot of money, and my you know my kids need childcare, and uh, you should bring the meth back." Yeah, meth doing like selling meth and doing it, you have to imagine is pretty dangerous business just because you're spun out. Well, like, once all you the do time. it, it, nothing feels dangerous. So I'm exactly. sure <laughs> the cops will totally understand my position. Um, Holy goodness, we didn't. I didn't have that when I was a kid because I was from South Florida and we had real drugs. Mm -hmm. I actually have a lot of love for Miami. We got engaged. Oh, there. thanks for saying that. Mm -hmm. We're from South Florida. I don't want to speak for Julie, but I'm from about 60 miles north of Miami in a little beach town. But I say because nobody knows where I'm from, so I just 60 miles north of Miami. Yeah. I spent half of COVID in Miami Beach. Hey. The north part though, not South Beach. Surfside, yeah. baby. Where did you guys get? Um, Engaged. I proposed to her right on the beach at South oh. Beach at oh, like all right. 1 a.m. in the morning. Did you get on nice. your knees? The whole thing. Oh, oh cute. Was she not expecting it? She already kind of knew the trip's coming. She was not expecting are you guys, it. Are you sure? Are you Girls guys, know stuff, man. There are you guys are, an interracial couple? <laughs> I'm not for me, so I guess. Does that matter? Does it matter? I guess it could be interesting for if the people think that I'm a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> That's the insular. We're trying yeah, to back yeah. off that. Um, Look, I, you know. But no, I've always. I got to wrap this the podcast up, Aww, guys. He said the word love. Well, that's awesome. And you know what? No matter what the hell, what, wherever the hell you are in politics and wherever you are in New York City, what everybody thinks of your projects, you know, you found some love. You're doing the good things mm -hmm. in the world. I want to wrap this project of uh, this episode up by saying um, some of us here today were a little worried about what would happen when Adam came. And I think the worst did happen. And and it was okay, right? We're we're, fine. we're alive. What happened? Aren't we fine? Aren't we fine here I'm today? So oh my god. We yeah. came in here today. Julie and Adam went at it until we called the dogs in to separate them. No, I and don't. you know what? We're all alive still. It would be interesting if we physically fought, we but I wouldn't have, do that because you just got married. We all had fun. <laughs> and I don't feel offended. I, I think Julie not. was making sincere oh. effort to understand let's, where I come from. Let's have a round of applause, not just for Adam, but for Julie doing this too. Thanks a lot, everybody, for coming out. Um, Adam's the only person so far for that knows the clap Nathan. for himself. That obviously, that's what you're supposed together. to do. You're bringing everyone and we're together. bringing everybody together. And, uh, you know, thanks for WTF Studios for robbing yeah. us blind on this whole thing. You guys did uh, great Thanks a lot job. for you guys. Very Is that the? Am I done recording or we're on still? Well, let's cut me off. This is it. Just Let's just end this goddamn thing. And then we'll hang out. Thanks a lot. Bath.